hell yeah! Ah, that's right, folks. Yeah. Happy Stone Cold Day! We are here on March 16th, 316. Oh, oh. <laughs> and of course, we have to celebrate that here on the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. The only podcast hosted by myself, Cam- <laughs> Mike the Shoot Shepherd. <laughs> Cameron Thunder Osborne. Q Glass Shatter here. There you go. If you got a bottle around, feel free to <laughs> throw it against a wall. If you've got yeah. a bottle around, Mike, I didn't. Mike, I didn't even realize it was the uh, the day. I haven't seen anything about it. <laughs> uh, geez, I, I I I really didn't put two and two together. Yeah, I mean March has a lot of those. March tenth is Mario Day. March fourteenth is Pi Day. March 16th, Stone Cold Day. I so. forgot about Pi Day, <laughs> and that would have been only two days ago, and shit, I forgot about it. A lot of unofficial holidays here, but uh, Shoot Brothers Day is every day, mm-hmm. or I guess once a week. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we're here. We're wrestling <laughs> all the time. Uh, Forbidden Doors coming to Toronto. We're both pumped about that. Wow, when you said when you sent me that message, I was I had just got I was like getting off the bus, about to head down into the subway, and my heart just dropped, almost like uh, <laughs> almost like seeing an ex lover from across the street. Um, I, I you know that that sinking feeling in your body. I uh, I had to be held up by patrons. Uh, this should be a happy feeling. Uh, well, yeah, but but it was just the feeling of the lo- lo- loss of life, Mike. I lost <laughs> it. I lost it. Yeah. Well, uh, I and then uh, and then I yeah. So I'm, I was reading. They're doing a little. They're doing Hamilton. They're doing Saskatchewan. I think they're doing Regina or Edmonton. Also, they're doing a little Canadian tour. Yeah, Saskatoon. They're doing the Calgary Stampede. So. The whole month of June, July, I guess, is the Canadian uh, tour. So cool. Yeah, that'll be a, that'll be a lot of fun. Clearly, uh, this this is great for us, Mike. This is AW coming back within what nine months of itself. June, uh, yeah, even less, probably. Yeah, yeah, about eight nine months, months. Nine months to the full size arena this time, where the Leafs and Raptors play. So, and that's be more tickets. It's going to be fucking huge. Yeah, it's going to sell out either way, I think, but uh, hopefully a little bit less stressful. You know, like, to get to these get, are but. the types of pay-per-views that, that, that the folks travel for. Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. non-locals trying to yeah, take our tickets. Great news that clearly Canada loves it, and uh, if we're getting two shows in nine months, Mike, I can only imagine. Nine months, we're, we're not getting a show a year. Yeah, we, they should be giving us at least a show a year from now on, right? But a show every nine months—that's uh, that's in in four years we see one extra show or something <laughs> like that, or some or we see four extra shows in a I don't know. Yeah, once every four years we get an extra show. Something, something like, that. Something like that. The math is there. This isn't the math uh, podcast. This is True Brothers Wrestling podcast. Let's get into the week. Uh, let's get into the week by crowning a brand new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the tweet of the week. It's the tweet of the week. All right, this tweet of the champion going to um, it's actually a a, a a basketball Twitter account, Knicks Nation. <laughs> Knicks Nation, New they 
Uh, so they, they, yeah, just Nick's game Twitter follow account. You know, they tweet as the guys the game's going on. Yeah, right. They do their thing, and uh, they happen to notice camera. The uh, the camera on the feed uh, stops directly on very well known superstar Liv Morgan. Yeah, I saw this. I'm sure you saw this clip um, where, of course, they're just talking about a, a house show. That's the promo reading on the thing. Road to WrestleMania tickets, Madison Square Garden. Come get them. And the entire minute and a half clip, she is getting just kind of talked to by this dude who's cl- she's clearly not into this. Mm hmm. And he is just talking her ear off. Uh, but this was great because they got it first. Nick's Nation, I know this. Everyone was tweeting about this. Everyone was talking about this online. The reactions followed. Nick's Nation got it first. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I, my, my Twitter feed is basketball related. I see this moments after it happens. Dude, she's not into you. <laughs> and then that video... <laughs> Um, <laughs> followed by she definitely didn't hear one word you just said, bro. Yeah. Well, it wasn't like a date. Apparently, he's just some WWE employee. Uh, apparently, yeah, he's there. yeah, just some talent relations guy who's there or whatever. Uh, yeah. but you know, um, clearly, uh, yeah, clearly she was not into whatever the hell was happening. She's a fan. She's watching the game. You know that's gonna that's going to happen, but I have to give it to the Twitter account Nick's Nation because they got it first. All right. Yeah. So you know we're playing by we're playing by rules here on the podcast. Let's get into uh, the wrestling week. Let's kick off the wrestling week with this week's edition of SmackDown. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before though. No, no, wait, we used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown Live. The road to WrestleMania being paved for so many. Everybody is fighting for an opportunity to get onto the card. We already have a pretty big card already. Yeah, shaping up. So the uh, the night actually kicks off with um, a big match in question. Or, you know, the, a big title in question. This Intercontinental Championship... Gunther's got no one to fight, so maybe he'll take on a number one contender here. L.A. Knight, Xavier Woods, Drew McIntyre, Karen Cross, and Sheamus. Yeah, was supposed to be Kofi Kingston, but he got injured, so Xavier replaced him. But uh, either way, fatal five-way title match opportunity on the line. Uh, you know, there's some tension between Drew and Sheamus. The friendship, the partnership, kind of being put on hold. They, here is... they are the 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 Kevin and Sammy of of <laughs> UK wrestlers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So hot, uh, cold doesn't matter. They'll make it work. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, lots of brawling in this one. Everyone has their little moments. Uh, Sheamus does the ten clubbing blows to Xavier, and then Cross, and then Knight, and then he sets up for a bro kick, but McIntyre gets in his way. Uh, then Xavier jumps off the top rope. Sheamus hits him midair with a bro kick at the same time that McIntyre hits a Claymore on LA Knight. And then they both make a pinfall at the exact same time. Two referees jump in the ring. Count the one, two, three. Simultaneously, the bell rings. Uh, there's some confusion. Both of their hands are raised. We don't know who the real winner is. Uh, but the crowd, they just start chanting triple threat. 
they know what they want. So <laughs> we know what we want. God damn it. Yeah. Why not? But uh, I think they announced later that Drew and Sheamus will face on this week's SmackDown. And uh, I have a feeling it might not be conclusive. Once yeah. Again. To determine the true number one uh, contender. Yeah. We'll get a double count out this time. So then they're like, damn. Well, we're running out of weeks. So yeah, they they keep more. doing it every week. They keep resulting in we get like a or four weeks straight of Sheamus Drew bangers <laughs> <laughs> until WrestleMania, where they're like, "Well, fuck it, all three of y'all go at it." To where we get another that the the meatiest match you could ever imagine. Yeah, that would be a great match and, and good meat, not the fucking Brock Braun Kane triple threat match <laughs> that that was not good meat i mean good no. meat you know this is triple a black angus <laughs> yeah Strip Wa- loin wagyu. <laughs> uh then we get our first announcement for this year's hall of fame and it's someone from the current roster the legendary ray mysterio so uh yeah he comes out huge pop you deserve it chance before he can really say anything, Dominic interrupts with the rest of Judgment Day. He says it's pathetic to induct his dad, you know, after all the soccer games he missed to become Hall of Fame wrestler. He's ashamed to be his son. And then Legato Del Fantasma come out. Santos Escobar takes the mic from Dominic. Says Ray may let go. He may let go what you've said to him, but I won't. So let's have a match. Just jumps right into Legato versus Judgment Day, six-man tag. and uh, Yeah, you know, it was fine. Just Legato with some rare time to shine here, looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, on the outside's Lena Vega, Rhea Ripley. They're fucking around with each other. Uh one point, Dominic hits a baseball slide into Ray, who is still outside. It knocks him down. Ray jumps on the apron, distracts the ref accidentally, Priest super kicks Legato. Dominic makes the pin, gets the one, two, three. So Judgment Day get the win. Dom's been getting all the pins lately. I don't know if you've noticed that also. Yeah, I like it. Building yeah. up his the other credibility. Two, yeah, the other two guys do their big shit, and then Dom gets kind of thrown in there, and they'll they'll do like the stand around him to make sure that no one else is yeah. uh, fucking coming. I love it. Yo, Dominic's gonna like in prison. The, Dominic's gonna beat the shit out of his dad at his Hall of Fame ceremony. I think that's probably that's what, uh, gotta yeah. fucking happen, right? Yeah, that's right probably the why match, they're doing it. I think so. It lines up, lines up the timing wise. Because uh, yeah, anyways, Dominic he grabs the microphone after tons of heat from the crowd. Uh, he says he wants to have a man to man with his father, so he gets the other members of Judgment Day to leave the ring. So it's just the two of them. Dom says the uh, the only Hall of Fame you belong in is the Deadbeat Dad Hall of Fame, and he should have been Eddie's son. Uh, Ray's just like, you don't mean it. Take it back. Dominic shoves his dad down, charges at Ray, but Ray pulls the ropes down, so Dominic falls to the floor. Uh, so he didn't directly hit his son, but he still caused him to He fall. caused his son to be harmed. Yeah, so we're one step closer to uh, the physicality, but uh, still no official match. Like you said, maybe this will lead to an attack at the Hall of Fame, and that's finally the the breaking point and Ray says I'll fight you oh yeah he no and, he's a hundred percent doing that and I said before maybe it would be mask versus hair but maybe now it's gonna be career versus hair 
Because, I mean, why else would you go into the Hall of Fame when you're still performing? Or is is the ma- is your mask reveal your last in ring moment? I mean, it could be both. Yeah, you know, it, it's his career. fucking taker. Not never gonna not, isn't gonna wear his uh, dead man look ever anymore. He's he's Mark Calloway yeah. now. You know. Either way, he's a ginger uh, with a yeah. big dong. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> that's all the fucking taker is these days. Yeah, I mean, he did wear the gear. Oh wait, no, he was the biker. Never mind. Yeah, He's it's like, but that, yeah. but I feel like that is more how he actually dresses day to day. Yeah, that's the yeah exactly. <laughs> it's like this, yeah, the southern kind of Texas part about him. <laughs> uh, then we got a tag match: Braun Strowman, Ricochet taking on the Viking Raiders. Uh, so three orders of beef and then some lean chicken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So they're brawling, uh, they're fighting. Ricochet's doing his high flying. Uh, Ricochet's showing some strength, though. He's able to hoist Eric up on his shoulders and uh, hitting a bunch of nice moves. 450 splash, or he goes for the 450, but Ivar avoids it. Uh, And then, uh, yeah, he hits a top rope splash onto Ricochet. Gets the win for the Viking Raiders. This, uh, yeah, the Ricochet and Strowman team keep getting momentum. Mike, I told you when I was at the show the other week, uh, Braun, he was so over. It was so, it's so weird, man. I I, (laughs) I mean, the people like him. I know, and I want to believe, you know, just like the (laughs) X-Files. I mean, you don't have to like everyone. I know, but it feels like so much, it feels like I'm missing out on a lot of fun. I mean, big man, go choo-choo. That's all there is to it. Yeah. <laughs> gimmick, that's the gimmick. Big man, go choo-choo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, after that, we got Charlotte Flair taking on Shotzi. And, you know, I'm always happy anytime we get to see Shotzi on TV. It, 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 it's been a while, right? Uh, Yeah, probably since, what, the Rumble, maybe? Okay. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. She was... Uh, but yeah, she was looking good, pulling out some new moves like a springboard Hurricane Rana, and uh, then Charlotte fights back. Rhea Ripley comes out to ringside, but uh, yeah, it doesn't distract Charlotte too much. She just hits Shotzi with a high angle German suplex, nearly dumps Shotzi on her head. Uh, then Charlotte goes to the top rope. Shotzi jumps up, hits a nice top rope Hurricane Rana. Uh, but then Charlotte just takes over a bunch of chops, a big spear, and then the figure eight, Shotzi taps out. And then yep. afterwards, Rhea just gets in the ring, says, you know, watching this match reminded her why she picked Charlotte after winning the Rumble, because she can see all her insecurities, and she's going to take the only thing that matters to her, the SmackDown Women's title. And Charlotte just says she'll outwork anyone, and Rhea will not tear her down. That was about it. Rhea fighting through a bunch of what chance too, folks. Yeah. Fuck's going on. Ah, I don't know. It's weird, but I feel like uh, the WrestleMania crowd will be a lot more respectful. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, I guess the WrestleMania crowd wouldn't be listening to a promo. (laughs) Well, that too, but... I feel like even though Rhea's technically the heel, she'll probably be the one getting more cheers at WrestleMania. Just 
because of such a good year she's been having. Yeah, just because it's but yeah, just because she's on the up and up, and Charlotte hasn't been here much. Yeah. Uh, the final segment for SmackDown. We got the Usos coming up together. Finally reunited. Jay says he knows everyone's been asking why he betrayed Sammy, but you know he'd do anything for family, and he did it because he had to, not because he wanted to. He had no choice. Jimmy's his blood. People don't know what he's going through, and the only one to blame is Sammy. Sammy was selfish. He didn't fall in line, and you know, uh, he's not blood. He never will be. And with that out the way, let's talk about Cody Rhodes. And right on cue, Cody comes out, says, you guys may answer to Roman, but I don't. I answer to the crowd, and they don't want to see us talk. They want to see a fight. So, uh... Yeah, Cody gets in the ring. Sami Zayn appears out of nowhere, attacks Jay and Jimmy, and everyone's just fighting all around. Crowd's loving it, chanting for Sami. They all fight into the crowd, and then back to the ring. Cody and Sami dump the Usos to the floor, and the two hottest baby faces in the company stand tall together. Yeah, the two of them. That was fun to see. Yeah, fun little moment there. Kevin Owens still being a dick. Cody... Cody sees that Sammy's a good guy. If Cody thinks you're a good guy, then you're a good guy. <laughs> that has to there be it, go. right? Yeah. And that was SmackDown. SmackDown over. Moving over to, uh, what about Rampage action? Rampage. 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 The show beginning... Vara and Action Andretti. Now, I either got a weird feed or they were like already. It was like we, they were already in the ring. We didn't get big fucking crowd entrance. Uh, yeah, I think they do this sometimes just to cut on okay. time. Just okay, I wasn't sure. Theory. I wasn't sure if I missed yeah. something. As long as they do it to both of them so no one's. So it's, know, it's separate but equal. Than. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, as you'd expect, just lots of high flying in this one. Andretti with some nice uh, big moonsaults to the floor, 450 splash, just lots of flips going on. Uh, Sammy hits this cool movie he's been doing lately. It's like a back suplex into a DDT. I wish that would be his new finisher. Yeah, no name for for it. Don't need the fucking GTH. Uh, Then later, Sammy gets laid out on the timekeeper's table, and Andretti hits a big splash off the top rope onto Sammy, breaking the table. Uh, And then Sammy pretends to be injured, which allows Daniel Garcia to interfere, and Sammy hits the GTH to get the cheap win. Yeah, and it wasn't like the crowd, the crowd wasn't into the, the victory. No, they, yeah, most, we, we hate Sammy. Yeah, I don't think no one's a good wrestler, but he's such a dick. For his, for his, anything, his anything. He does big stuff, and then people chant, "You still suck." (laughs) Yeah, you can flip, but so can half the roster. Yeah, so can everyone. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Uh, Then we got the acclaim taking on Starboy Charlie and Jack Cartwheel. Some interesting names. (laughs) Over Uh, the top. Yeah. But uh, they got the job or entrance, and uh, yeah, one dresses like a farmer, the other dresses like the Ultimate Warrior. But uh, nowhere near the Ultimate Warrior booking; they just get squashed easily. Acclaimed win. <laughs> yeah, because the acclaimed needs to uh, roll on. We need to get our weekly scissoring in. 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, after a couple losses to the guns, you know, they need to get some steam back there. I mean, this whole gun club experiment, I know we haven't enjoyed it, so I don't know. Well, I mean, and they're going to have to fucking fix it for June. Definitely. I mean, if even double or nothing, like two more months of them as champs, come on. Get that out of here. But <laughs> we'll see. They definitely can't be. It's probably been what, a month already? A month and a half? Yeah. At least February, like beginning, so probably over a month. Month and a half. Yeah, yeah. they have, uh, and what, May is double or nothing, so they have a little bit of time to figure it out, but not much. <clears throat> Hurry it up. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't mind them losing before then, but whatever. Uh, we got Pressed Advance taking on Takeshita. Nice hard-hitting match, back and forth. Jose, the manager, interfering. Uh, so Takeshita has to take him out. And then uh, back in the ring, Takeshita with some nice grappling, gets Vance into a backslide, holds him down, gets the one, two, three. So Takeshita with a nice little win. And, uh, yeah, the, this, the, the Preston Vance, the no-mask Preston Vance, think you uh, like him more, like him less, don't have no, um, have no opinion? I guess. I don't know. Mm, he was better with the Dark Order because at least he had something. And they've Dark Order's been getting it booked a bit more lately, so it's kind of like, I don't know. Yeah, because I Either always because I always felt like he was he was the one. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> we know John Silver and Alex Reynolds's limits. We know Evil Uno's kind of limits. Yeah, like, he was kind of. He's the one the who maybe guy. has the cool, like the best potential here. Yeah, and I mean he still does, still does. but uh, yeah, unmasked. I don't know. He hasn't really done much for me yet. But no. he's still young, I'm assuming. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm sure. whatever. Uh, Mark Briscoe is in the ring to reveal the future of the Ring of Honor tag titles. He says they're going to have a Reach for the Sky ladder match at uh, Ring of Honor Supercard to crown new champions. And the first team announced for that is the Lucha Brothers. Lucha, Lucha. When do we think that is? That Ring of Honor Supercard. Uh,. Maybe April. Okay. That's my guess. Yeah, that'd be fun. You but, know, <coughs> see what the card is, yeah. and then, uh, you know, there could be a couple gems in there, I'm sure. I wonder if uh, if Briscoe is just giving up the titles, or if he's going to have a mystery partner to Oh, yeah, try, like if, or... if he's also going to participate. <laughs> yeah, or maybe he's just like, no, there is no Briscoes without Jay. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That is a good point. Yeah. Either way. Uh, our main event of Rampage, Nyla Rose taking on Riho. Nice to see them get the main event slot here. They've got lots of history. The first two ever women's champions in AEW. Yeah. Uh, you know, the crowd's all behind Riho, the much smaller of the two, trying to conquer the beast Nyla. And just a nice match. Uh, Marina Shafir, your girl, she's in Nyla's corner and interfering whenever she can. Uh, Riho though hits the big double foot stomp off the top rope or a coup de gras if you will but uh, Nyla kicks out and then she's got Riho hung up on the top ropes climbs the turnbuckle Nyla hits the big guillotine knee drop but Riho kicks out of that uh, Nyla goes for a swanton bomb but Riho avoids it and then little Riho picks up Nyla for a northern light suplex 
Very impressive there. Uh, but Nyla kicks out of that. Marina Shafir keeps interfering. Nyla goes for the Beast Bomb. But Riho is able to counter into a pinning combination. Gets the one, two, three. So a nice win for Riho. But uh, Nyla is a sore loser after attacks Riho. And then after, uh, yeah, Ruby, Soraya, Tony, they call. They all come out with the spray paint. Paint the L on poor little Riho. And then beat her down some more. I was wondering where uh, normally Vicky Guerrero is the one who accompanies um, Nyla Rose to the ring. But word is she's out. Yeah, I hear she's out of AEW. And, you know, the timing, timing could line up for this whole Dominic Ray thing. Is Vicky Guerrero going to say, I'm your real mother? Is it going to be something like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's harder to fake if uh, if Ray saw his son come out of his wife, not Vicky. So I don't know. I, but you know what I'm saying? Maybe they'd been lying to him his whole life. I mean, it's like a surrogate situation. It's a surrogate they, situation. Uh, they implanted Vicky's eggs into Ray's wife with uh, Eddie's <laughs> semen. <laughs> He's a full-blooded Guerrero. He's a full-blooded Guerrero. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) We could really bring Maury out for this one. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, that would be something. (laughs) That would be crazy. Uh, (laughs) What a way way to end up. Uh, (laughs) Rampage, more on the spray paint coming up uh, uh, this week, I'm sure. So let's get yeah, into, uh, let's move our way through the weekend over to little Monday Night Raw. Let's get Raw! Let's get Raw! Monday is the day. Uh, we kick off with Edge coming out, calling out Finn Balor, but of course all of Judgment Day come out with him and... Edge just says he's wasted the last year of his career having to deal with Judgment Day, but he does admit that Finn made the group even better than he envisioned, and uh, he wants to finally end this feud at WrestleMania inside hell in a cell. Finn says, I'll see you there, and then the Judgment Day attack Edge, but uh, Johnny Gargano, Dexter, Candice all make the save. Make the uh, save? Yeah, big... Yeah, or the, I think this is the, the third time ever we've had a Hell in a Cell at WrestleMania, so oh really? That'll be a big match. Or is uh is it going to be Demon Finn or uh, um, Judgment Day Finn? I think Finn kind of teased. I think he mentioned something about Demon. He said something like, "Oh, I've been to Hell and back," or something like yeah. that. Yeah. So I don't know. Why not? Uh, I could see him bringing it out. Uh, I don't know who gets the win. I mean, if Finn gets the win, I'd be more inclined to do the demon. Let the demon get a win, but I don't know. We'll oh, see. yeah. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Because I guess but, who, who Brock Brock's the only person to beat the demon Finn Balor, right? Uh, no. Roman beat him with that stupid rope break. Remember when the top rope fell apart? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Okay. So two he's been never, beaten twice. Maybe yeah. Twice. And I think once in NXT, but yeah. Anyways. It's like a once every couple of years type of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's a real treat when it happens. Uh, but anyways, those people who came out, uh, Dexter, Gargano, they stick around for a match against Dominic and Priest. Uh, 
yeah, nothing too crazy here, but it's the most uh, in-ring time that Dexter Loomis has gotten in a while, and the crowd was actually into him. Like, when he tagged in, he got a pop and everything, so that's cool. Yeah, I wonder if he's one of those guys who just does the uh, the live shows. Probably. He's probably... Or, like, I bet he's on in. main event all the time. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so, anyways, yeah, Dominic makes a cover, puts his feet on the ropes... But Candice LeRae on the outside knocks his feet off. So Rhea goes after Candice, slams her into the barricade. Uh, back in the ring, Damien hits Loomis with the South of Heaven choke slam. Gets the three count. So Judgment Day picking up another win here. Uh, kind of like two in uh, as many, two in four days. Yeah, this time they let Priest make the pin at least, so. So it's not can't always Tom be dominant. I guess that's a good point. He can't be so big. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of big, Omos comes out next with MVP. And MVP cuts a promo on Omos facing Lesnar at WrestleMania. Brock comes out to interrupt. Stands toe-to-toe with Omos. But not face-to-face because... I mean, it's impressive to see a man with such a height advantage over the beast Brock Lesnar. <laughs> but that's what I mean I, yeah putting Omos bet- beside new people just really gives you a perspective of how large he is you know like the Omos Undertaker if they went face to face that yeah, you would Omos. see like holy shit this guy is even bigger than Taker yeah so Omos uh, offers a handshake Brock accepts then Omos just squeezes his arm doesn't let go so Lesnar stomps on his foot Goes for a German suplex, but Omos counters, tosses Brock to the floor. That's when officials run out to keep them apart. But uh, Omos got the better of Brock in this exchange. Yeah, it was a bit of a botch going over the... Uh, the. It wasn't the most graceful, uh, <laughs> over-the-ropes kind of maneuver. Yeah. I think it was more Brock's fault than anything, though. He's the one that's supposed to jump and yeah. kind of got hung up, but... <laughs> Yeah, either way, Brock uh, selling it, looking unsure of himself, and walks away, so. I mean, it's something. It's something. We'll see how the match turns out. That's, yeah, but um, I don't think any, I don't think it would, any of us really expected out of, out, of, out of Brock Lesnar specifically. Yeah, it's certainly, uh, yeah, expectations aren't very high, but hey, maybe we'll be surprised. Yeah. Uh, then we get a nice surprise. Cody Rhodes taking on L.A. Knight, which a huge match for Knight here. And uh, but of course the crowd's all rooting for Cody. But uh, you know Knight got to look pretty good. Got some good offense in. Uh, an impressive leap. He jumps off the mat right onto the top rope for a big superplex. But then Cody fights back, hits the Cody Cutter, the crossroads, gets the win. What do you hear when Cody's music starts playing? Like, what are the lyrics that you hear? Um, do you know them? Have you looked them up? I've seen them written up. It's, I think it's Adrenaline in My Soul. Adrenaline in my soul. It's the bow, bow, bow. <laughs> yeah. I know it says adrenaline I in my soul. I swear there's a point in this song where I hear like something, something, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> like I swear, <laughs> like, I, I swear. I, yeah. I, 
I need to look this up just so I, I can. I don't uh, think they say Cody Rhodes. Uh, but I it's, think it's, it's uh, but, Cody yeah. Rhodes. Uh, all that matters, all the crowd needs to know is the whoa. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the only words you need to know. Uh, <laughs> good song, though. Good song. Yeah. Gotta look Potential that up. Potential shooty. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. Hey, it could be. Yeah, everyone loves a good sing along. <laughs> well, you're, uh, not, you're singing along. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you're singing along. Whoa. Oh, two syllables. I mean, that's about the same amount of words as Seth Rollins' song. Right? <laughs> good point. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Cody sticks around, grabs a microphone, uh, talks about Paul Heyman, telling him to stay out of the bloodline business. But he doesn't work for Heyman or the bloodline, so. He can help out Sammy and Owens as much as he wants. Uh, Heyman says not to make this personal, but it's been personal since he first showed up 21 years ago. Cody says he's not perfect, but his winning record is since returning to WWE. And on April 2nd, the sun will set on Reigns' legendary run. And this isn't about the bloodline or the Runnels. This is about pinning Roman to become the first Rhodes uh, WWE champion ever. Yeah, it's happening. I think so. Or it's gonna not. <laughs> Both of these options are uh, happening, but yeah, finally Cody's getting the chance in the spotlight. You know, who knows? We'll always we'll always be left to wonder. Regardless of the outcome, we'll always be left to wonder what would have happened if Cody didn't hurt himself. Yeah, I don't know the whole. Uh... The whole year could have been different. The whole bloodline, Sami Zayn thing. Who knows how all that would have Who gone knows in. where any of us would be right now? Like, we, we, you could be living in Australia. <laughs> you could be a kiwi <laughs> farmer in Australia. It's like the butterfly effect. Yeah. Who knows? Vince McMahon but. flaps his little wing, and the next thing you know, <laughs> you're on the other side of the world. Uh, Bronson Reed takes on Elias with uh, Elias still has Rick Boogs just kind of shadowing him taking notes at ringside Elias gets a couple moves in he's able to hit the Symphony but uh, that was only his only real big moment as Reed just slams him around hits the Tsunami gets the easy win yeah, it gets the easy win. Uh, but I think Rick Boogs and Elias could make a pretty good tag team. You know, they uh, they're both they both have a similar build. They're both music guys, and that's an. I think this could work. <laughs> yeah, it could be fun. Uh, we haven't seen Boogs bring his guitar out since he's been back. So yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think he's quite ready to you know really start rocking or whatever. But uh, you know, with the <laughs> you know p- potential anticipation of all all of these championships being split up, you know, suddenly you know maybe we're preparing ourselves early. We know these t- we know these tag titles are going to split up at one point. Let's be sure that when it does, there's a bunch of motherfuckers who want it. Yeah, could be a fun team. I think. Uh, yeah, we all remember Boogs kind of getting robbed of his moment last year when uh, he possibly tore his knee up. Possibly, we don't know who was going to win, but. Uh, anyways, after that, Austin Theory taking on Angelo Dawkins, and uh, yeah, decent match. Dawkins gets lots of moves in, hits a big spinning lariat. But uh, Theory catches him with a big left hand and then hits the A-Town down, gets the win. And then afterwards, Theory locks Dawkins in the STF, mocking John Cena. 
using his finishing move. The balls on that man. <laughs> yeah, so just uh, more build for their match because Cena can't be on Raw every week, I guess. Yeah, he's got, he's got shit to do. He's filming. He's Fast 10 is coming out in theaters in a couple months. I'm sure they're done filming that. Oh, of course, they're, but you, you got to start press. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, what better press than WrestleMania in Hollywood? That's a good. That's where he'll, and that's where he'll be under those shiny lights, and hopefully, uh, getting the win. I'd love that. Uh that would be interesting. Another win and that win. win, and then lose it the next night in an open challenge to to someone else. You know, to, to a <laughs> returning star or a new signee or something. You know. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Boom! I I, I booked it. Book it, Hunter. <laughs> Uh, Rey Mysterio comes out, big pop, cuts a promo, thanks the crowd, talks about the honor of being uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame when Dominic cuts him off and admits that his dad does deserve to be in the Hall of Fame, but it came at his expense and he chose all these strangers over him, never being at home, and says Rey is afraid because Dom sees him for what he really is, a sad, ugly excuse for a father and a man, and but I'm going to let you enjoy your Hall of Fame ceremony. But I'm also challenging you to a match at WrestleMania. But Ray still refuses to fight his son. He loves Dominic and he always will. So there will be no match. Ray walks away. Dominic insults him some more. Says all you know how to do is run. You ran from Raw. You ran from your family and from me. The only thing you ever taught me is what not to be. That's emotional. He's going to beat the <laughs> shit out of his his dad at fucking at the Hall of Fame. It's going to happen. Yeah, I might watch his... the Hall of Fame this year. No, I probably won't. I'll just wait <laughs> I'll just wait for the like the the, the, the YouTube video or whatever. Yeah, um, they'll definitely <laughs> that part'll get Maybe posted they won't all over. maybe they won't have a match until that moment. Where Dominic beats him up and then finally on Mike Ray says like, "You know what? Enough is enough." Yeah, tomorrow night, or yeah, exactly. That's about uh, cutting it down to the wire. But they've done things like that before, so why not? Bucket hunter. Uh, then we get our next movie parody, or I guess this was a TV show parody. Uh, Stranger Things. We had Rhea Ripley playing the role of Eleven. With uh, just kind of sitting in the room using her powers as John Cena, of all people, playing the, I forget the character's name, Papa. Let's call him Papa. Papa? <laughs> yeah, that's what Eleven called him. I can't remember the actual guy's name. Yeah, I never watched the show. Or I watched the first season, but then never, uh, never, never got back into it. Oh, that's too bad. I, uh, people love it. I know. I know. It's a big show. One of the biggest shows yeah. ever. Yeah, exactly. But it's the way she goes. Uh, Seth Rollins takes on Baron Corbin. The Miz on commentary tries to interfere, but uh, he ends up getting kicked in the head. Or, yeah, falls into the ring. Seth runs, jumps off of Miz's back to hit a curve stomp onto Corbin, get the win. And a quick, uh, quick, quick win over there. Seth obviously needs to build some momentum for his match against the the, the Logan, the better of the Pauls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's all that was. Mm -hmm. Backstage, Chad Gables looking for his partner, Otis. 
he walks in on him having a photo shoot with the maximum maximum male models and he tries to get Otis to come train with him but Otis chooses to leave with the models and I wonder what was the size of that fucking suit jacket he was wearing that thing was (laughs) wider than it was long (laughs) yeah yeah but it seems like uh, he's making his choice he's He's going pursuing this modeling career. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, uh, well, some 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 fun some comedy will come out of it. Hopefully. Yeah, and you know, hopefully this turns Gable into a baby face, getting some sympathy from the crowd, and yeah. uh, get some good matches out of him. Hopefully. Yeah. Uh, Bianca Belair taking on Chelsea Green, who's got Carmella at her side. She interferes, super kicks Belair behind the ref's back, which allows Chelsea to get some moves in, but uh, Belair just counters it, hits the KOD, gets the win. And then afterwards, Carmella and her jump in, double-team Bianca, until Asuka runs out, makes the save uh, with no face paint for the first time, I think, since returning. Mm -hmm. But uh, I guess that's a big process if you're only going to be on screen for two minutes exactly. you don't and you don't want to get the, the night and she comes she came out wearing nicer clothes yeah but uh she still did the blue liquid oozing from her mouth so mm-hmm. yeah that's her thing trying to freak out bianca yeah uh, <laughs> because you remember nobody on the roster has seen an episode of the show before so they don't know that this is oscar's bit <laughs> well, the oozing part's different from spray. Right. They're like, <laughs> right. Bianca's like, oh, I'm expecting spray, but ooze? Yeah. She's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Uh, the main event, we got Kevin Owens taking on Solo Sokoa in a street fight. Uh, so Owens is wrestling in jeans, but Solo still in his regular gear. But doesn't matter. Anything goes. Uh so Owens pulls out a table, but then Solo slides it back under the ring. Big booze for that from the crowd. And then Owens gets six chairs, sets them all up in the ring, seated in a row, two rows. Um, but Solo ends up tossing Owens off the top rope onto the big group of chairs, which got a holy shit chant from the crowd. Yeah, the old t- chair of ta- ta- wait, table of chairs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then they fight their way into the crowd, into the backstage area where the Usos were waiting. Uh, so they attack. It's now three on one. They drag Owens back to the ring, hit a bunch of super kicks, and then Solo hits the Samoan spike, gets the win. So big win for Solo here in the main event, even with all the assistance. Uh, but yeah, him and Usos stand tall to end the show. Well, and like and we've said before, Solo Sokoa does not lose. No, has yet to be pinned or submitted here in WWE. You know? Uh, so, yeah, definitely seeing this kind of main event, you're thinking to yourself, shit, Kevin Owens. Shit, Kevin Owens! Yeah, and then at the end, they zoomed in on Owens, and he puked up a little bit. <laughs> I wonder if he got hit too hard or <laughs> wasn't feeling was feeling sick a little vomit on the on the ring mat some real and that's real stuff that that that's 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 like pg that turns in that's like blood <laughs> yeah in a way in a way i think all bodily, bodily fluids exactly yeah if someone pissed themselves on the fucking on the mat which we have seen really 
Oh, uh, what was that guy's name? Drake, Drake Maverick. Maverick. <laughs> yeah. Well, his them. wasn't like in the ring. His was adjacent to the ring. And it yeah, took standing on the apron. <laughs> didn't it take like a long time to, to like for it to like the, the system to work or something like that? I think it might have been real. And he was stage fright having to pee in front of 10,000 people. No, you don't think. No, there was a, there would have been like a water pack in there or something. I don't know. I've heard things. You think it was real piss? They've done crazier things. Oh my god, that 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 <laughs> that, that turns the whole thing pretty damn dark. I mean, Vince pissed himself, and that was definitely real. <laughs> what what did that happen? Stone Cold held a gun to his head. <laughs> Back in the Attitude Era. On like live or pre-tape? No, live in the middle of the ring. There's a big puddle. Big he, puddle of piss. He held a gun to his head in, in in the middle of a ring. Yeah. But then it ended up being one of those, like, flag. Bang! The bang with the little flag. And then out. Vince McMahon pit, was sitting in a chair and then pissed himself. He was, like, on his knees. He was ready to execute him in the head. It was portrayed like it was a real gun. It looked real until he pulled the trigger. <laughs> Jesus Christ. What's this guy's... What's what this guy in piss? He loves piss, farts, shits. He thinks it's the funniest thing ever. <laughs> I love piss. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, that was the whole entirety <laughs> first half of the show, Mike. Should we take a break? Yeah, let's do that. Cut. We're going to take a break. We'll come back. Of course, action on NXT and Dynamite and Winnipeg. So stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Brother, brother. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Back into the show um, this week, though, with all the ooh, with all the weekly professional wrestling action that we always bring you, uh, including NXT. NXT. But, um, what does it mean? But, um, I don't know, but, but it's but, good but, wrestling. But, 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 NXT. But, um, Watch and see. But, um, gotta tap out a count out but, um, one, two, three. Four. Weeks remain before Stand and Deliver. Also, yeah. right? They're going to the uh, the, the Crypto.com Arena, formerly known as the Staples Center. Uh, I heard, Mike, I heard tickets were, it was 0.82 um, Ethereum. That was actually the price of tickets to go to Stand and Deliver. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right, folks. You do, This is the first event that you don't have to pay in cash. You can only exclusively pay in crypto. Wow. Yeah. But they will take your normal money <laughs> if you have normal money. Uh, what kicks off the show this week? Johnny Gargano kicking the show off this week. He came out last week, right? We felt possibly of, of feeling like a little bit of a demotion. Uh, yeah, for uh, I guess him and the match, you know, after those Shawn Michaels teases. But uh, he's here. He says he's been waiting to finish the story for 15 months now uh, since he last wrestled here in uh, NXT. And, you know, when he made his debut on Raw, he felt a piece of him was missing. And he knew he had to come back down here to settle the score because you may not remember. It was actually Grayson Waller that took him out way back then. And, uh,. Yeah, the only other man to take him out for an extended period of time was Tommaso Ciampa, and unlike Ciampa, Waller hasn't been able to follow up. 
And then all of a sudden, Vic Joseph stands up from the commentary table and shows his phone to Johnny because Grayson Waller's uh, live streaming. He's outside of Gargano's home. So Johnny runs off, gets in his car, and drives away. Mackenzie Mitchell's like, follow him. Sends a cameraman after them. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know that the uh, the in ring team had such a uh, or you know had such control over the cameras. Usually, when they're telling, <laughs> they're grabbing the cameras like Batista, grabbing a fucking cameraman or some shit. They're never like, go. You think that yeah. that's fucking Dunn's back there telling them what to do? <laughs> So uh, we'll follow up with that later, but uh, we got a tag title match going on. Gallus defending against Pretty Deadly, which I thought they might have saved this one for Stand and Deliver, but uh, nope, doing it here. Nice competitive match. Uh, at one point, Elton distracts the ref Will Kit, nails Mark Coffey in the head with the title belt, makes the cover, but Joe Coffey kicks out, uh, and then Gallus just fight back. And then they had a cool finishing move. It was like a knee to the head, F5 combo. And that gives Gallus the win. They retain the belts. Yeah, like you said, um, weird that they're doing it before the big show. I don't know what they actually have in mind for Stand and Deliver. Yeah, you would assume we'll get a Maybe tag title it, match. You, you would think they'd all be on there. It'd be, uh, it'd be hard to think of a better pairing, but... Who knows? Yeah, unless, uh, you know, we've been hoping for that chase you, so maybe they'll get the big opportunity, but I don't know. Still got a couple weeks to book that. Yeah. Uh, Mike, next up uh, was a, so yeah, we, we had chatted about, you know, so we had chatted about when, just like uh, before the show, with the Roxanne Perez, of course, I, I think was this probably, was probably announced, but yeah, before this, right? This happened on... Yeah, they so they showed Shawn Michaels' tweets, and he yes. kind of live narrated them. <laughs> Wait, uh, you, know, like, you know, like in a movie when someone's reading from a, like a note left behind, like they find somebody's note, yeah. and the other person's like, Dear Margaret, our time together. <laughs> but a tweet, uh, so Roxanne Perez was taken to a local medical facility, of course, after she fainted last week at Roadblock, uh, leading us to believe that she was actually hurt and this was a way to take, get the belt off her and it, was, and it turns out we were right well i mean nothing's well, been fully confirmed but he just said that her health is in question uh and was stand and deliver only three weeks away he has to announce the obligation of possibly being the crown the key word here possibly crowning a new woman's champion so leaving a bit of a door cracking the door open but Starting tonight, we're going to have qualifying matches with the winners advancing to stand and deliver to compete in a ladder match for the NXT Women's title. Yeah, so folks, when you see the headline ladder match qualifier, it's not a qualifying match, which is a ladder match. No, it is a qualifier for a ladder match. <laughs> so we're, it's not yeah. you don't get a bracket of eight different ladder matches. I just want everyone to know it can be a bit confusing. Yeah, and I mean, uh, Dave Meltzer chimed in. He doesn't know what's going on in the situation either. Uh, I mean, if it was an injury, you think, think she wouldn't even have... Yeah, I think it's bad. I think it's like uh, like something bad, like a, like a thing, you know? 
Well, I don't know. I mean, she fought the title match last week, and they already had the angle booked, so that if she was well enough to do the match, I know it's like I don't want to say I don't want to say the c word, but something where it's like something internal that you know you need to to get surgery for, but like you're physically okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, you know, I mean, like we a, don't know. a tumor growing somewhere where it's like, yeah, your life is fine right now, but we need to get this thing off. Can you give me two weeks? Great. Uh, yeah, you know, so, you know, something like that. Hopefully, hopefully not, of course. But you're right. Why would she have wrestled the match if she was hurt? So there's not nothing physically yeah. external. Um, I mean, there is still a possibility it could all just be part of an angle to make her. You know, even though she's the champion, she can go into the match as the underdog once again. But uh, we won't really know for sure won't until the really weekend. Won't really know of. for sure, folks. Yeah, but uh, either way, something to keep our eyes and ears on. Mm. But uh, backstage, we also had Fallon Henley and Briggs trying to break into Kiana James' office to snoop around a bit, and uh, they kind of go through Kiana's ledgers, finding all these secret plans she has. Operation Boyfriend. Uh, then they find all these listings of various dates with someone named Sebastian. And the card from the flowers last week thanking Kiana for the date. It was an unforgettable night and morning. So Fallon just snaps a picture of this card for proof. So this mysterious Sebastian fellow. We don't know what's Who's going Sebastian going to be? <laughs> I don't know. I hope it's Vaughn Wagner. <laughs> uh, that'd be something that would be something but let's get to our first of these qualifier matches for the latter uh, Sol Ruka taking on Zoe Stark nice little match Ruka hits a springboard into a code breaker and then later a top rope moonsault to the floor which she lands perfectly on her feet great athleticism there uh, so Ruka's kind of on a roll here, but then Zoe gets back in the ring, hits a springboard, or no, yeah, Ruka goes to springboard in the ring, but Zoe catches her midair, hits the GTZ, which gives Zoe Stark the win, earning a spot at Stand and Deliver. Much to your chagrin, I'm sure. Yeah, it's too bad. I think it would have been a great opportunity for Ruka. We can... You know, we've seen all the crazy stuff she can do. Would have been fun to mix it up on a big stage. Yeah, with some no, uh, with a ladder with ladders too. I understand. Yeah, but you know they've done it before. Maybe they'll have that second chance triple threat for the final spot, like they do sometimes. Yeah, Just you never. Yeah, you never know. And again, Shawn Michaels did say possibly. Yeah, so that's the key word in all of wrestling. Possibly. <laughs> uh, we got a vignette. For your boy Scripps. So he's not dead yet. <laughs> my Yeah, my boy. <laughs> I don't know. It was just more mysterious stuff. So I guess it hasn't been scrapped yet. So Script hasn't been scrapped. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, tag action. You got Alba Fire, Isla Dawn taking on Team KC, taking on Ivy Nile and Tatum Paxley. Triple threat winner earns the woman's tag title shot at Stand and Deliver. So you got a nice mix of styles here. Uh, everyone has their moments. At one point, Ivy Nile goes to tag in her partner, Paxley. But Paxley pulls her hand back, just yells, we were never a team, and leaves Ivy hanging all alone. 
and then Ivy gets thrown to the floor. Paxley kicks her in the gut, throws her back in the ring for Alba and Isla, who hit a codebreaker swanton bomb combo, which gives Alba and Isla the big win. They're number one contenders. I can't believe it over the former champs themselves. Yeah. I mean, uh, this whole Kiana, Fallon, Henley thing, I don't think it's going to be a very long title reign anyways. So, No? Uh, yeah, I could see them just throwing it on Iva and Isla, Isla and Alba here at the heel team. Well, yeah, with, uh, with Toxic Attraction, no more. Yeah, there's really no... There's no one. Yeah. Uh, Ilya Dragunov comes out for a promo, talks about JD McDonough and... He wants to get rid of him once and for all. So JD comes out to respond, and they jaw back and forth. Ilya says he will end him next week. So they're not saving it for stand and deliver. They're going to fight next week. Yeah, they just kind of brawl all the way outside of the arena. And they just keep going at it. Yeah. Mm. This is interesting. Then Wes... Wes Lee comes out for a North American title open challenge, and it's just chaos. Once again, just men everywhere brawling out of the stage, crawling over each other, trying to answer the challenge. Uh, And then Wes Lee just sees a whole pile of guys, so he runs, hits a big tope onto everyone, joins the brawl. So we get no match. And then later backstage, we see HBK talking to him. Saying we gotta stop these open challenges. You're killing us. It's chaos every week. So Wesley says, All right, I wanna face ten of the best you got at stand and deliver. Sean says, No, no, but I'll give you five. You can have a fatal five way and you can even pick your four opponents. So there you go. <laughs> he gets to pick them himself. You think he would just go like straight to the bottom of the roster? Yeah, but I'll take scripts. <laughs> I'll take. <laughs> uh, Red, I'll take scripts and, and then scripts and uh, I don't know. Yeah. R truth. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, JC Jane gets interviewed backstage, and her arm is in a sling. Uh, she says Gigi did nothing last week, despite what the gossip says, and. A minute into their match with Gigi, JC separated her shoulder, so the victory doesn't even count. And she vows that every second she's away, she'll be thinking about breaking Gigi's heart and her face. Uh, Which makes me wonder if this is a real injury. That would certainly explain why the match was so short and disappointing last week. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we thought it was going to go on for at least normal length. Yeah, so, I mean, if it is real, that sucks, but it also explains things, and, yeah, they didn't really tease any sort of rematch for Stand and Deliver, so it could be legit. A couple injuries here on the women's roster. Yeah, that's too bad. Uh, then we got Apollo Crews taking on Dabakato. They just kind of brawl all around ringside, slamming into the steps. Uh, Apollo hits an angle slam and then a big frog splash, but Kato kicks out. And then outside the ring, Kato chokeslams Apollo onto the steel steps. And then back in the ring, he hits Cruz with a sit-out choke bomb. Daba Kato getting the big win here. Daba Kato, the man formerly known as Commander Aziz, making one more go at it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, he's... uh... 
Yeah, he's just he's not that interesting and he's not as big as Omas, so his size isn't as impressive either. Yeah, if you're not as big as the big guy, you can't be the big guy. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. He got a win, so I guess they still see some potential. Something in him, in him clearly. Yeah. Uh, we got another ladder match qualifier, Kiana James taking on Gigi Dolan. Crowd all rooting for Gigi here. They have a decent little match. Kiana getting some offense in, but eventually Gigi catches her with her finisher. That abdominal stretch crucifix bomb thing, which looked much better this week than when she hit it on JC, which, yeah, makes me think again that injury could be real. She couldn't take the move properly last week because... Oh, yeah, okay. looked much cooler good, here. Good, obs good, good observation there. Yeah, but either way, Gigi with the big win, so she advances to the ladder match for the title. Uh, so yeah, happy about that. Gigi leaves. Elba and Isla run out, attack Kiana, uh, but then Kiana's boy toy Jensen runs out to protect her. <laughs> um, and more of that. Yeah. Going to uh, event, the, though. Well, right before that, we got to finish the home invasion because Johnny Gargano pulls up to his house. Oh. Uh, and then Grayson Waller ambushes him. They fight in the front yard. Candice LeRae comes out holding baby wrestling and some pretty bad acting. Just like, stop, you guys. What? And yeah, Waller just breaks a rake over Johnny's back and stomps his head into the ground. Baby wrestling being used on on TV like that without his consent was he getting paid? Was he getting paid for his that that appearance there? I sure as hell hope. It's been a little while since yeah, we've I had a, like they... it's been a while since we've had a, a home invasion angle. <laughs> yeah, we're usually good for one a year. I think uh, I think the Miz was the last one to have his home invaded. Uh, yeah, it's happened to Edge as well. Yeah. Yeah, it happens. Happens about once a year, so. Of course, yeah. Well, it has to. It's a classic story. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, let's go to the main event. Uh, Carmelo. I guess it's, uh, it's a not yeah, a main match. Event it's contract just a, signing. Yeah, Carmelo Hayes, Braun Breaker, NXT title contract. Braun just says, "Let's sign this, make it official." But then, pretty deadly come out because they're not getting a title shot at. Uh, Send and deliver, but they have been announced as the hosts of the event, so they want to host the contract signing as well. So Mello and Braun just cut promos on each other. They both they both want the best version of each other, and Braun says this match has been 18 months in the making and will be the biggest match in NXT history. But uh, I wouldn't go that far. I, I wouldn't quite say that. In, in, <laughs> in the new NXT, in the post-Adam yeah. Cole. <laughs> yeah, the 2.0 and on Yeah, era. in the post-Champa Gargano <laughs> fucking Adam Cole, baby. Yeah, but uh, he promises to deliver. The crowd starts chanting, save us, Mellow. So they're definitely leaning towards Carmelo Hayes here. But uh, who knows what the Hollywood crowd will be like and both men sign the contract, pretty deadly, saying the main event is official. Braun and Carmelo shake hands and walk off, but pretty deadly demand there be some drama. So Braun and Melo just pick up pretty deadly and slam them through the table. They demand drama. I like that. I like that. <laughs> and like you said, Braun is uh Braun's done. 
It's either going to be full heel turn or a new NXT champ, I think. Yeah, I think that's about the only ways you can go. This NXT crowd's been turning on him the last month or so, and he's already dominated the division, so he's really done all he can. Yeah, what else What else is there? Yeah, so I'm fine with that. Mellow winning, but uh, let's move right on over to the following night. AEW Dynamite. AEW. All Elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Live from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Second ever show in Canada. Home of the Jets. Home of the Jets. Home of the Moose. <laughs> the Moose. The Manitoba Moose. I think that's like an OHL. Oh, they're the OHL team, of course. Uh, yeah. So this crowd, this crowd was huge all night. Uh, so what a what a better way to celebrate to kick off the night than with the uh, the rebar mitzvah of, of MJF. <laughs> Coming out, four women on each arm. Yeah, uh, he's got the yamaka. Yamaka, got... cheap heat uh, about Bret Hart. Um, yeah. something about uh, he's then he's in the chair. We get the Hava Nagila. <laughs> yeah, they they lift him up. They're dancing. They're having a great time. Uh, and then Jungle Boy comes out to interrupt, followed by Sammy Guevara, and then Darby Allen. So we have all four pillars in the ring together. Has that ever happened before? No, and they came out like in uh so Jungle Boy was first, so the crowd was stoked. Sam McVar came out next and the crowd was not. Yeah. But then I, I, I saw it coming, but Darby or but Darby Allen got the biggest response it felt like. Even though I knew I was like, Oh man, if Darby comes out and <laughs> of course he did, but that, it, yeah, he yeah. got the biggest reaction. Yeah, so either way, all four pillars in the ring. MJF's just like, what the hell do you want? And then all four of them at the same time say, I want a title match. Uh, and then, yeah, each man just goes over their history in AEW and with MJF. And yeah, MJF they each get to plead their case. I thought um, Jungle Boys was the best. Darby's yeah. was the weirdest. <laughs> yeah, Darby's was like, I used to make films in high school. and Yeah, Darby's <laughs> took a little too long. Uh, Sammy Guevara had nothing cool to say. And then, so I think, uh, so I think Jungle Boy had the best one, I guess. Yeah, it was actually one of Jungle Boy's better promos in general for a guy that's not bad on the mic, but not really known as much for his Well, just his because he's work. never done it. Yeah, that's pretty much Under it. Under the tutelage uh, of 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 uh, fucking Christian Cage. Yeah, this man's Christian did most of the talking. Uh, but then MJF insults Sammy, says, oh, are you going to go propose to a new girlfriend in seven months? And Sammy's like, didn't your fiance leave you? So a couple jabs there. And eventually, uh, MJF, he's been wearing sunglasses the whole time. He takes them off to reveal these huge black eyes, broken blood vessels in his eyeballs, uh, all from that Iron Man match. Uh, yeah, some which I heard stuff in his eyes. Yeah, I heard a lot of that is from when he had that huge bump on his head, the knot, the hematoma, the blood kind of like drips down from your forehead into your eye socket, so it makes it look all fucked up like Oh, that. really? Crazy. Man, that was yeah. awesome. But looked really cool. He also had that Burberry bucket hat on his head. <laughs> <which was> <laughs> that looked good. Uh, but then, yeah, MJF says, I've beaten every single one of you. 
in singles competition, so you think you deserve a shot at my title? And then eventually all start brawling. Uh, Maxwell gets knocked off the apron right onto his celebration cake. He's got cake on his face. He had cake on his face, kind of. He got up, and I, I was hoping he would be way more covered with cake. <laughs> could have been worse. It, uh, it could have been worse, but, exactly. Yeah. Either way, even just a drop of that icing can ruin a good suit. <laughs> uh, this was fun, but yeah, the Darby stuff was really weird, and the Sammy stuff was just not good. Yeah, it was kind of like all three of the, out of the, out of the three promos. I guess I maybe ended up ranking them, and maybe that's why. Uh... <laughs> yeah, then it went pretty long. This was almost like a twenty. minute It was segment. like eighteen and a half minutes. I checked. <laughs> yeah, so some Dar- high moments, and, but not not the best. Yeah, Darby was talking about fucking making films in school. Like he he found the need to relate the yeah, current situation like, to a past situation of his. Yeah, it was a little weird. It was a little either bizarre. way. I like the tease. That would be an awesome uh, main event, a fatal four-way between them for the title. That would be something. Yeah, double or nothing is the card that they have to book. And I think, you know, and MJF, I think it's, with MJF, it's the same thing as always, right? Like, we lo- we know, well, we clearly now know he is great. Maybe we thought he was good, and now we know he is great. Yeah. So we want to see it star. more. We want to see it. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess this could be the first step towards building uh, that Double or Nothing main event. But let's go to our first match of the night. You got the Blackpool Combat Club taking on Hangman Adam Page, Evil Uno, and the return of Canada's own Stu Grayson uh, back in the Dark Order, at least for one night. Mm-hmm. At yeah, for so, at least for one night. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, throughout Moxley continuing to act heelish. Takes off Uno's shirt, starts choking him with it. Uh, Stu tags in, gets a nice pop from his home country, and looking real good here. Uh, but then all three Blackpool Combat Club members hit him with a triple spike pile driver on the floor. And then back in the ring, Moxley hits another big pile driver, big two count there. Then Evil Uno gets in, hits a big swanton bomb. Uh, Hangman and Moxley square off, continuing their rivalry. Hangman lines up for the buckshot lariat, but then Moxley grabs the referee so he can't see Wheeler Yuta nail Adam Page in the head with the ring bell. Uh, yeah, so just more cheating from the Blackpool Club. I wish they could but. make a bell that would ding when you hit someone with it. Uh, because it always happens, and the way he was holding it, it kind of looked like he was holding a book. <laughs> and I couldn't yeah. quite tell. When he hit him, it was hard to see until he dropped it. Until but. he dropped it, and then you could kind of see the ring on the other side. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry, it has bell. happened though. When when the Rock hit mankind with the bell, it rang because I think he actually just fucking nailed him with it. Yeah, I think we need like a like a big ring on a bell. Like, let's figure it yeah. out, science. <laughs> Uh, back in the ring, Stu and Uno hit the fatality, which I forgot what a cool finisher that was, but, yeah. uh, pin gets broken up, but the crowd's chanting, this is awesome, but then the combat club just take over, Claudio hits the super pop-up uppercut, and then Moxley locks in a sleeper hold on Stu, he taps out, so the BCC get the win, the crowd boos, and they continue the assault after the match until Silver and Reynolds run out to make the save. 
But at this point, I mean, the Blackpool Combat Club, they're pretty much full on heels. Almost. It feels pretty full heel. Yeah. Everyone except Brian, who's not around right now. Well, yeah. Who's taking a, who's taking a break or who's yeah, going? So. He's going home. He's going home. Uh, but yeah, I mean, the heel thing, that's fine. It's a fresh look for a group that was kind of stagnating a bit. So it's fine with me. Man, do you think Brian Danielson will be at Forbidden Door? I think he has to be. I Brian think. Danielson, Zack Sabre Jr.? Yeah. Five-star oh my god. <laughs> oh my god, Mike. Fuck. Just, uh, I'd be fine if he didn't wrestle until then, so he can't get hurt. Just, just yeah, li- yeah literally, if he didn't <laughs> wrestle until then. Oh my fucking god. That would yeah. be sick. <laughs> tomorrow, 10 a.m. Uh, tickets. Yeah. Uh, well, not tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. A week from tomorrow. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, Jade Cargill comes out for a Canadian Open Challenge for the TBS title. So this we, is like uh, a normal Open Challenge, but you have to be Canadian. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, we end up getting a jobber from Vancouver, Nicole Matthews. So, of course, just a quick 30-second squash. Easy win for Jade. Boring. Uh, but fellow Canadian Renee Paquette interviews her after. Jade gets in her face, just says, wait, aren't you from Canada? And then backs Renee into the corner, kisses her on the forehead, (laughs) and then says, is that all you have to offer Canada? But then Canada's own Taya Valkyrie comes out, the former Frankie Monet. Uh, But Presley was not with her, unfortunately. I was was the first thing I realized. I was like, oh, (laughs) Presley's not there, which is good. We We made that mistake with Cody's dog. I mean, Presley... Presley was cool with it. <laughs> good point. No pyro going off in Presley's ear, so yeah. he's good. Uh, but anyways, Valkyrie gets in Jade's face. Cargill backs off and leaves. Uh, her associate, Layla Gray, tries to attack Valkyrie. So Valkyrie nails uh, Layla with the Jaded to mock Cargill. And I, I guess uh, he'll get a match out of her sometime soon. I didn't know that she was Canadian. Did, did, should I have known that? No, I had no idea until this week. So, huh? <laughs> Just one of those things. Uh, but we got another title match: Orange Cassidy defending the newly named international title against Jeff Jarrett. Uh, and since they changed the name of the belt, they had to make a whole new belt, which I think looks the exact same, but they had to switch the words around. You know. Yeah, so, so I, I think it's pretty much just a different banner. It still has all the flags, and it still has the uh, kind of like the world symbolism. <laughs> Bless you. <coughs> Bless you. One more, yeah. baby. Oh, no. No, just two. Kick it out at two. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Cassidy, Jarrett. Uh, crowd super hot for Cassidy. Jarrett's doing all his heel shtick. Uh, they fight out into the crowd, back into the ring. Jarrett's working over Cassidy's knee, and then he locks him in the sharpshooter, mocking this Canadian crowd. And uh, Then a bit later, he shoves Orange into the ref, which knocks the ref out, and then Jarrett pulls out the guitar, but then Aubrey Edwards comes marching out to the ring to take the guitar away. Satnam Singh grabs the guitar, and then Orange drops to the ground, pretending he got hit. So Aubrey ejects Singh and Sanjay from ringside. So we can get a clean match here. And uh, But it still was uh, some dirty stuff. Jarrett distracts the ref. Jay Lethal runs out. 
nails Cassidy in the head with the Golden Globe. Jarrett makes the cover, but thankfully, Cassidy kicks out. And then Trent Beretta runs out to take out Lethal. Back in the ring, Cassidy finally hits the orange punch, gets the win, retains the title. Yeah, but Jeff Jarrett was looking good. I thought. I mean, he's in great shape and everything. I just... Yeah, I just... uh, There's other guys that I think could be having some TV time. Yeah, and so far, uh, you know, the, the open challenge thing only works for so long because eventually... You know, there's nothing for us to invest in. It's kind of like similar to Jade Cargill. Well, I mean, at least Cassidy's having better opponents. Than better Jade. opponents, but still no, like, stake. Nothing's really at stake. Yeah, no real, like, blood feud. Exactly. Long-term story. Yeah. Or a short-term yeah. story. Maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. Someone, he's he's going to lose the belt sooner or later. I think someone like Takeshita would be a good choice. Yeah, probably. Like, nice he's, fighting he, champion. And he could take it to New Japan for a little bit, maybe? Yeah, and then defend it at Forbidden Door. Oh, pro- hopefully against ev- I mean, everyone. The, an international event, you need the international title. Exactly. Same Night- pay-per-view Takesh- where the title was. Takeshita and uh, uh, Naito. There you go. Or Taka or Tanahashi. <laughs> yeah, any many good choices over there. Uh, then Soraya, Ruby, Tony come out with the new group named the Outcasts. Uh, Get yeah, it because so, they were outcasted or something. Yeah, so they cut a promo, talk about how there wouldn't be a division without them, and they insult the fans. So Baker and Hater run in to start brawling, but they're still outnumbered. So the outcasts lay them out. But then Riho, Willow Nightingale, and Sky Blue all run out to chase the outcasts away. Yeah, these are the these are the bad bitches. They the grass was greener, or there was a once the grass is green, and then a couple of bad bitches peed on the grass. I think that I think that's what Ruby said. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So there you go. Lady Stable, all for it. Could this uh, be leading to the first ever woman's blood and guts match? Who would be the two others on the Outcasts team? Uh, I don't know. Is it four or five? I think you would need five. Uh, I don't know. There's other people. War Games is War games. They've switched around war games. Yeah, they switched around. Yeah, they can do whatever the hell they want. They can, yeah, honestly, but. they can do whatever the hell they want. I figured yeah. the Khan family is so rich, as long as they turn $1 profit, technically it was worth it. So, <laughs> like, this is a side <laughs> project for their amount of wealth. So, Khan family, just do whatever the fuck you, just do whatever the fuck you want, I guess. I don't know what. Uh, but let's get to this AW uh, Trios Championship, our main event, the Elite House of Black, J-A-S. House of Black come out with their their badass entrance that when it goes dark and then it comes back on and they're in a new place. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they look strong as hell. Julia Hart's there too. Um, the Elite come out to an uproarious response. 
Kenny Omega yeah. all throughout the night receiving Kenny, Kenny, Kenny chance. Huge. Yeah. Huge pop for Winnipeg's own. Oh, dude. Uh, we're, we're, I'm going to pop so hard for Kenny Omega on June 26th. <laughs> uh, and of course, Chris Jericho, fellow Winnipegger, getting yeah. a huge reaction as well. Big Judas sing along. And I mean, the crowd was just super hot the whole match here. We got nearly 25 minutes of back and forth action and uh, big pop when Jericho and Kenny both tag in, go face to face. But the others all jump in before they can square off. And uh, But we do get later on, we get the Winnipeg hometown showdown between the two. And Jericho counters a V-trigger into the walls of Jericho. But then the Bucks jump in with a super kick party. And then, uh, yeah, Kenny hits his big Terminator tope. And then a brief moment where Jericho and Kenny team up to hit Brody King with a big double superplex. Uh, but then Jericho hits Kenny with a code breaker. He kicks out. Bucks go for the Meltzer driver, but Jericho intercepts midair with another code breaker. And then Sammy Guevara jumps in with a beautiful shooting star press. Uh, but that's when the House of Black come in and just take over. Triple team Jericho hit Dante's Inferno, but Omega breaks up the pin. And then Aubrey Edwards gets distracted. Jericho nails Brody King in the head with a baseball bat. But Brody's still able to kick out. Uh, and then Garcia gets tagged in. Everyone else gets taken out. Garcia gets hit with Dante's Inferno. That gives House of Black the win. Retains the titles. Which, uh, I think this crowd, there was very little reaction. I think they were pretty disappointed that... Yeah, there Neither was there. little reaction, I think, just because they... I mean, obviously, they would have wanted the Elite or the uh, Jericho to win, right? Obviously. Yeah. But, you know, obviously, also, that doesn't make sense, probably for the booking of whatever the heck's going on here, because, of course, after the match, we get we get we see video footage of the, uh, the Blackpool Combat Club and uh, the Dark Order fighting in the parking lot, quite dangerous. That action spills out into the ring. Yeah. Where suddenly uh, the uh, Adam Page finds himself in the ring alongside the Blackpool Combat Club until the Elite come to even the score to a massive crowd reaction. Yeah, huge pop. Huge uh, pop. Standing by the hangman's side, uh, a full Elite reunion being teased here. I, f I think it could be. Yeah, uh, yeah, great ending. That was real cool. They kind of, I mean, Hangman doesn't even turn around to see them before the camera cuts off, so we don't know what his reaction is. Yeah, but, you, ha you uh, have to go online to find the uh, the rest of the, it, it wasn't an interaction, it was, it was just more of a stare down and some crowd, you know, just crowd noise, but uh, well yeah. worth it. Yeah, great ending, great ending to the show. Uh, only four matches on the card, same as a Rampage, but... They were all pretty good matches, other than the Cargill. Well, match. yeah, and then we, of course, we had the the fucking promo, the eighteen minute promo, and then the Outcasts were also out there for you know seven or eight minutes or something. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Either way, that was your Winnipeg Dynamite. Yeah, it was such an incredible show. We are going to pop so hard for every single person on this fucking uh, card. I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Are we finally going to get CM Punk and Tanahashi? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> uh, 
And that was the entire duration of the show, folks. So let's give you one more thing. Let's give you a wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week. Of the week. Wrestler of the week. Of the week. Of the week. Wrestler of the week. Of the week. Of the week. Wrestler of the week. Of the week. Of the week. Wrestler of the week. Mike, who's your wrestler of the week? Well, uh, I'll just go with what we ended on. Uh, the Elite for a great performance in the main event and then coming to the aid of Hangman Page there at the end. Uh, so for those two reasons combined, I'll give them the award. The Elites taking home a Trios award. Uh, yeah, I'll stay right there with you. You know I love me some trios action. Of course, uh, anything involving Kenny Omega. He already has two five-star mat, five-plus star matches this uh, this year already. We're gonna get a couple more, I'm sure, before the year's done. The Elite rocking home with the awards uh, unanimous, and that is the time that we have for the show. Thanks for listening, folks. We're everywhere, all over the internet. Rate, review, like, subscribe. We'll be back next week. Nothing. Uh, hey, with nothing. Still just, we're building. Yeah. Great. Running out of lane way, but uh, we're almost at the end of our journey to WrestleMania. I guess, what, we're two and a half weeks, three weeks away. Uh, yes. This weekend weeks. will be three weekends after. Two weeks. Two weekends. Oh, my God. Mike, I cannot wait. Uh, mark your calendars because that's what's going on. And uh, that's all the time we got. Thanks for listening, Mike. Take care of yourself. All right. Until next time. Two.